everyone. Welcome to Perspectives Podcast. My name is Josue. We have Jerry and we also have Danny in spirit. He wasn't able to make it. Uh, he had a personal issues that he had to attend to, but we hope that next week he'll be able to join us up. Uh, our special guest this week, we have Elias Reina coming to you live from San Diego. And we're very excited to have him, to have him with us that he was able to make time and join and, and this episode, episode two, we'll be talking about social media, how social media has been beneficial to us within the church, within the current state that we're living in. But before we even get started, just like every other episode, we like to start off with asking our guests, you know, we call it an icebreaker. So we'll go ahead and throw out the question already to Elias. And especially for all the audience who doesn't know who he is, if we can start off by asking them, who is Elias Reina? Well, um, praise the Lord, guys. My name is Elias Reina Jr. Um, who is Elias Reina? That's a, that's a, that's a crazy question. To ask. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an interesting guy, man. I have a, um, you know, I servant of Christ. You know, um, I was born in Los Angeles, so it's kind of cool that you guys are from L.A. Um, you know, I talked about it a little bit earlier. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, I, right now I'm, I'm in San Diego. Um, you know, uh, I've always been. Uh, uh, just a servant, man. I've always been there to serve in the church, whatever capacity, you know, my pastors put me in, um, you know, whether it's, you know, leading worship, whether it's singing, praising, whether it's preaching, ushering, you know, uh, picking up a sign, putting up something, you know, um, you know, right there, right here. Um, I mean, I'm blessed to be under the pastorship of Pastor Jim Morales. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a flourishing church. So one thing that sums me up, bro, is just basically, you know, just heart of a servant, man, heart of a, Part of somebody that wants to make the church better and, uh, you know, just reach the lost, man. Let's reach the lost for Jesus Christ. So that's a little bit about me. That's right. Hey, shout, out, shout out to everybody from San Diego. Yeah, shout out yeah. to the SD right. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, social media. And I'll just go throw out the, the first question. And obviously, it could be – it's broad and it's general, but you could go ahead and, and, and be descriptive if you want to. But for you, how do you think uh, social media has been beneficial to the church? Oh man, it's it's been amazing, man. Honestly, um, I look back, you know, growing up, and I've been in a couple of churches where, where uh, I wouldn't call it legalist, but there's been some, you know, some ideologies where it's like, you know, let's get off Facebook, get off whatever yeah. it is, and you know, they kind of, you know, put it to the side. So I think now it's been very, very beneficial, especially this time that we're living in within this pandemic. I feel that many churches have woken up and uh, basically just gotten taken uh, hold of the tools that have been given to them by bishop uh, uh steve jobs right yeah and uh and, you know you know the internet bishop and all this steve different jobs. stuff you know mark zuckerberg and and i think right now it's the most i think i think it's the time that that people have been so active on social media especially in the church so right now we can be praying uh i'm sorry not praying we cannot be preaching you know get off get off your get off your phone get off your phone during church because that's literally how you're going to watch you know your church service you know get off of facebook get in the in the book it's like well you know we kind of have to get on facebook to watch your church services instagram to watch church services youtube to watch preachings right from other churches or something so i think right now it's been very very beneficial i think that it wasn't for social media i honestly have no idea what we'd be doing as a church in this pandemic for sure right. i think that's that that's what that would be that's good um, yeah, that, that, that's true, you know, because like you said before, everybody would tell us, get off social media and start reading your Bible. <laughs> now, now people tell us, hey, get on the Zoom call because we're about to start Bible study. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just glad, you know, we, we uh, were able to utilize the tool that was given to us for other purpose 
as uh, using using it to benefit, you know, the church and and you know people who who now have to stay home. You know, it, it's great because uh, you know my church. We started doing a, a live service since um, uh, the first day everything closed up. Then we opened up again uh, for like a week or two, and then uh, you know they ordered everything to close back down, so we had to close back down. And you know that that's been the struggle. But yeah, like like, like he said, you know, if it wasn't for social media. Who knows what we would be doing right now, you know? Mm-hmm, exactly. uh, I feel like that's what's really keeping us uh, together as, as a body of Christ right now in, in uh, times of, uh, of, um, mm-hmm. of social distancing. There, there comes the title, you know? Social media distancing. So <laughs> it's a little bit of wordplay, and <laughs> I think that's, that's right. pretty fun. Um, oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. man. So I, I, I was wondering, um, how, how have you been, um, you know, utilizing your, uh, I guess... I don't want to call it cloud, but that's the new, that's the new term for you know, having a, a, a fan base or, or like followers or whatever. How have you been using your social medias and, and all that, you know, to, to be able to stay in tune with not only uh, the people, but with God? No, of course. Um, you know, I can think of a few things right now, right? Um, coming into this quarantine, you know, my church has, has started, you know, Bible studies through Zoom as well, right? Um, I personally, dude, I cannot stand, I cannot stand zoom. I hate it, man. I love that interaction face to face. You know what I mean? I hate preaching to people and giving a Bible study to black screens. You know what I mean? But I mean, they're still there. You know what I mean? So, I mean, coming into this quarantine, that's one way, you know, I use, I use that, right. I would pull some Bible studies online, um, you know, join guys, um, you know, we're going to have Bible study, la, la, this day at seven o'clock, la, 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 whatever I'd give in. So my friends would come, you know, souls would come. Which is also going back to the first question. That's another way that it's been beneficial. Many people have come back to the church within with, with with this right with this um opportunity that we've been given right. You know Definitely. now it's now it's pushing their faces rather than you know they're kind of like oh I can see an Instagram post about you know some worship leader like you know singing for ten seconds or a pastor you know giving like a little sermon for like ten seconds right. Um, but that's one way right. One way is starting with the Bible studies right. Posting on social media like guys join. I've been doing it more often as well. Um, you know uh, the second thing. Um, actually there's been two things, I'm sorry. Uh, but the second thing is, is, uh, I mean, during this quarantine, you know, I really, really challenged myself as a person and as a, as a young man, um, you know, do something different, man, do, do make an impact within someone's life. Um, so this started, um, you know, I started my YouTube channel in the beginning of the year and I was going to start vlogging and stuff. And I, and, uh, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, like it's cool and all, um, but maybe I can do something better. And I, I, I saw that. So there's this guy, his name is Omar Alatar, right? He's not Christian or, or anything like that, but he has interviewed over 10, 10 billion worths of entrepreneurs. Right. And, uh, this guy's just, you know, he's not Christian, but what they speak on, on his, he, he interviews people. So what he speaks on, on, on like his YouTube channel and like the interviews that he has is just a lot of good knowledge, a lot of great things. So me watching this guy, I was like, Sam, what if I can do something similar? Right. What if I can do something similar to what he's doing, but, you know, bring it to the church. Right. So when this quarantine, I challenged myself and I stepped out of my comfort zone and I started my um, interview show, I guess you can say. Right. Which I want to make it into podcast soon. But my interview show um, and I called it the link up. Right. Where we link up Christian influential people. Right. And, uh, you know, we we link up and we talk about many, many different things, but we also level up right within our faith, within our walk with Christ, within also, you know, you know, doing things in the world. Right. Um, so I started it off, you know, um, one night, uh, I don't know if you guys know Tony Suarez, Pastor Tony Suarez. He has been a blessing in my life. Um, he has given me a prophetic word. 
uh, the beginning of this year, actually, it's prophetic word that is coming to pass, right? So he's just an amazing man of God. I This guy's amazing. Um, favorite preacher. And I reached out to him one night and I told him, you know what? Can I kind of interview you? I told him, I, I just messaged him, can I interview you? Um, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, confusion. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of different things that's going on. And maybe you can bring some clarity, right? Maybe you can bring some clarity with, uh, you know, the Christian community, right? Um, in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of all these things that are going on. So, you know, I, I reached out and right, right off the bat, yeah, yeah, I'm down. Like, let's go live at this certain time. I told him, you know, 20 minutes, maybe 40. We'll see what happens. And we we're on there, man. And we talked for a long time. It was really cool. Um, you know, I was nervous. It was my first time kind of like going live and being more formal. So I was really, really nervous. But I mean, we talked about many, many great things, right? We talked about the times, right? We talked about about what the government is doing because he's also President Donald Trump's ad advisor. So he gives, you know, he he's 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 with the NHCLC. I think that's what they're called, the National Hispanics. Um, some some something, right? Under under uh, I forgot the other brother's name. Samuel but I started Rodriguez. Samuel Rodriguez. There we go. Yeah. And uh, you know, this mighty man of God, he spoke word and and kind of you know preached to preach the church. It's also it's also on my YouTube channel. Um, so I started with that. And, and that kind of pushed me. And I was like, what can I do though? Like, what can I do? I just, so I, I took my first step. I spoke to this man of God. He's, he's, I said, I battle clout, bro. You know, people know who this guy is and you know, what's next. And I said, you know, why don't I go out there? And I, I said right now, you know, get people in the church, right? Get people in the church that are, you know, in ministry, they're preachers or singers or ushers or doing all these different things. But at the same time, they're doing something in the world, right? They're doing something um, to benefit themselves, right? Financially, right? And with that, the goal is to basically just, you know, inspire somebody to do something different, whether it's in the church or it's outside of the church, right? I started my own business in the middle of the pandemic, right? And part of it is because I got inspired watching these videos, watching these interviews from these billionaires, from the Hot Cheeto guy, from Grant Cardone, from Ed Milet, right? But also hearing these preachings, you know, I've also wanted to improve myself as a as a speaker, as a preacher, as a as a singer, right? I've invested money, I've taken vocal lessons, I've done many, many different things just to invest in my own ministry. So I think that's the second way I can say that during this pandemic, I have for sure, you know, used my, my, my social media, you know, standing my clout, right. How you guys said, and, uh, you know, going out, you know, it's scary because, you know, you, you see a lot of people and, and you just know there's haters, man. You just know, you feel it. You know, you, if you have your business page, you can see that people like send it around and stuff and it's cool, yeah. but you know, you're like, oh man, what if someone's talking smack or something? You know what I mean? So there's always that kind of like doubt in your mind. Like what if people are just making fun of me? But then again, you also see on the other side, people reaching out and saying, man, you know what? You bless my life with, with that, with that interview, with that person, right? Um, you, you, you really touched my heart, you know, to start my own Bible study. You really touched my heart to start my own, my own, uh, uh, uh sermon, start writing sermons. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I had this, I had this young lady from, uh, Arizona, my really good friend, um, este, oh, my blank right now. She's a really good friend of mine though. Oh, Montserrat, right? Montserrat. And she is a dynamic young lady, man. She's a speaker. Like she preaches, she preaches really, really good, bro. She has a little preacher voice and everything and her thing though was this her thing is that she's a minister she's all this stuff but also in the in the school right at that young age she started her her christian club so that motivated some like it was like three people that reached out you know that were motivating me to keep moving forward and start my own bible study start something right so i think that that's one way that god has blessed me and you know gave me this vision and and just being a blessing to people with social media not being face to face but through a screen right Mm -hmm. um so that's basically it man yeah i like the fact that you said um when you were starting your link up thing how you say you you felt uh nervous and i feel like there's 
many apostolic Christians out there who who have like in mind or have a vision of starting something, but because of like that nervousness or because all oh, the what are people going to say, and you know that this motivates them to not do it. You know, why do you think is it that there's so many like if you go on YouTube, there's tens of thousands influencers that are from the world. But if you're if you're honest, if you're looking for Christian influencers, there's like hundreds, you know, we lack on that. And, and why do you think that is? Do you think it has to do with, you know, criticism? Do you think, you know, they're, they're afraid or, or what is it that doesn't allow them to, to get out of their, their comfort zone? Yeah, you know, simple, man. You know, I think it, it can be culture and mentality, you know, in the apostolic assembly. Right. I love assembly. You know, many people, you know, always talking smack and all this stuff. But, dude, I love my assembly. I'm apostolic to the bone, to the core. I'm, you know, I love I'm, I take pride in being apostolic. But, you know, we do have, you know, the the, the majority, it's a bunch of Mexican people. I'm Mexican. My, my dad's from Mexicali. My mom lives in Tijuana and all those other different stuff. You know, everyone's Mexican. Everyone's, you know, uh, in Salvadorian, whatever. So I think that goes into all this stuff, man. You know, Mexicans have have a cultural thing and I, and like, check this out. So we were talking to the creator, the hot Cheeto guy. We were on a zoom call with him. Like, like, like dead serious. The guy was sick, dude. Super cool guy. Really humble. Really, really wise. And I asked him a question. We all got, because, um, we all, we all got a, a chance to ask him in the, in the class. And I'm like, you know, when you started, did you, did you get like some pushback from your people? Did you get some pushback from, you know, because obviously, you know, he's Mexican and, uh, you know, did, did, did your raza basically just kind of like be like, oh, ya te crees, or this and this and that, or you know what I mean? And he said, oh, heck yeah. He's like, you know what, dude, it was the hardest thing that I went through. He said, <laughs> sorry, excuse me, starting, he said, starting with all this, he was like, this was the hardest thing. You know, people tell me, oh, ya te crees, you know, you think you're better than us because you can buy a car. And, it, and it's like, and it's like, he was the humblest guy in the world. And, you know, he wasn't shoving it in anybody's face. So I think that itself, the culture lingers somehow within the church where people kind of see someone doing something and they want to put them down because, yeah. you know, in a way it's, I don't know if it's envy. I don't know if it's, if it's greed or I don't know if it's, they want to do it, but they don't, they don't, they don't have the heart, like the person to do it. So I think that's one thing. It's a culture, right? Where it's kind of like, oh, you see someone doing, you know, your neighbor doing something and you're like, ah, oh, you're going to put them down. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't do it. You know, maybe you should, you know, be complacent, right? Be complacent and just stay where you're at. You know, maybe you should focus on bigger things, right? Brighter things like reaching the loss. You know, so that's that's one thing. So I said, um, I'm sorry. I said, I said it's a it's a culture and the mentality. So that's a culture. The mentality, I think, is I mean, how I said it's the same thing as a culture, but the mentality itself is just like, you know, we we put ourselves in a bubble. We put ourselves as Christians in in, in a little bubble where you know the things we can only do is preach the gospel, right? In like you know maybe giving a Bible study, right? You know. A more orthodox way to do it, giving a Bible study or, you know, preaching in the streets or going door to door, you know, but we never really think about stepping outside of our comfort zone and, 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 uh, you know, basically just, uh, how do you, how do you say it? Um, attacking it from a different way, right. Mm -hmm. You know, taking it a different way, you know, we don't have to, you know, preach the gospel all the time and win the, and win the loss. You know, I mean, I mean, um, you don't have to preach the gospel to win the loss all the time. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can, you can preach it without even seeing it's that, you know, my, my, uh, Bible college teacher, uh, Mario Alas Jr. I don't know if you guys know him, funny guy, but he said that he didn't say, it, but some preacher that he knows said, he said, you know, you know, preach at all times, wherever you go, preach at all times. And when necessary, use words, you know what I mean? When necessary, use words. So that was powerful, right? That's powerful. And that bringing that back to this, right? Bringing that back to why people don't do things is because the mentality has to change. It has to be a shift. In, 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 the, in the, in the culture and the mentality of the, of a like young person, almost like even old person, right? Um, where, you know, you can 
evangelize, but you don't have to like full on just boom, it says this and Mateo, la, 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 la. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't have to go out there and be like, oh, it says this and la, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Then you're going straight to Howard or something, right? No, we have to, I think because the times are changing, you know, doesn't mean that the gospel has to change, but the approach that we take it in has to change. And I think that that has to be the mentality now. You yeah. know, we can't be the same. We cannot be complacent. You know, they say the word never changes. Yes, the word never changes. That's correct. But we as humans, we evolve, we change. Now you can't go up to somebody and be like, you're going straight to hell and they're going to get baptized right there in the moment like like, like they used to do back in the days, right? That was a big thing, you know. That was a preaching. You know, if you don't repent for your sins, you're going to hell. We still preach it, obviously. But now we have to go about it a different way because we are facing a new generation. We're facing millennials, Generation Z, right? We're, we're facing a bunch of different people that now they're like, okay, that's cool and all. But mm, like, how are you going to like prove it to me? You know, like now we think for ourselves, right? So going back to this, like, that's why people don't do it because the mentality has to shift, you know, the culture has to shift and we just have to be better, man. We just cannot be complacent, man. We cannot be stuck as a church that's complacent. You know, um, if we look at the church, dude, we're, I think we're half, half a mil, right? I think the assembly, we're like half a million. We've been open for God knows how long, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've been, you know, we're, we were an organization, established organization for how long? And, you know, people say, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the standards is this, is that. And it's like, don't, don't even come up with that, bro. We see churches out there, man. Like, like La Luz del Mundo, bro. Right. The guy just came Oof. out with, uh, you know, getting, you know, I think he was doing sex trafficking, right. The bishop or yeah, whatever. The, the yeah. yeah. So it's like that church has millions, bro. You know, that church has millions. Obviously I think it's a bunch of brainwashing and all these different things. Right. But that church has millions. So it's like, if we're not going to be brainwashing, we're not going to be doing that stuff. How can we be more attractive to the world, right? How can we be more attractive? Obviously, the word of God never changes, but how can we, us as humans, right? Us as humans, because we're the ones who are giving the word the word of God out to everyone. How yeah. can we change and be more attractive to where we can grow and we can just be greater? You know, we see another example, the UPC church, dude. We see the, the what are they, they filled up that stadium, right, for NYC last year. Dude, yeah. that's tremendous, bro. That is amazing. You know what I mean? And, you know, obviously, you know, the assembly worked for a lot of things, but, we, but we've had over 8,000 people at our conventions. You know what I mean? So it's like the mentality itself just has to change within the church. I, I don't want to get any like hate mail or something, <laughs> but, you know, we just have to change as a whole, man. We have to change as a whole, you know, um, and not to compare us, not to compare us to other organizations, but we do see the difference. But for sure, I think we have just become so complacent. I know there's a, there's a change, a shift within um, you know, the generation coming in and the generation coming out, but we got to work together, man. We got to work together. They have something that we don't have and we have something that they do have. So we have to make, you know, I mean, in that common ground in the middle and we just got to be better, man. We just got to be better. And how you going back to the question, we've got to make and give the opportunity to people to go out there without feeling like they're going to get judged by their own neighbor, right? Their own friend from the church. You know what I mean? I came on the YouTube channel. Oh, David Dobrik, bro. David Dobrik, right? <laughs> like they were like making fun of me. You know, a lot of these people, a lot of people were making, you know, they were, they, they were, they weren't serious, right? But they're yeah. serious. You know what I mean? A lot of people give little comments to put you down and yeah, you're kind of like, they say, uh, no. the truth behind every joke. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you feel it. You know what I mean? You feel it. You know, like, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel. <laughs> nah, pura, 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 pura. No, no, no. I got that a bunch growing up. <laughs> what do you know? All of us, bro. But yeah, I, I know I went on a tangent. But, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, there's opportunity, man. There's opportunity. And I think for sure one of the biggest things is that people aren't, aren't, 
I guess they don't feel that support or how you said, you know, they, they feel that pushback from that, from the, their members, from the church members, from their friends. So I think it's the mentality and the culture yeah, needs to change. Um, you know, the Bible straight up tells us thou shalt not convent thy neighbor's house. <laughs> and we got people <laughs> making it seem, you know, I know I'm speaking for myself. Um, you know, I'm about to expose myself a little, but before uh, perspectives, I used to have uh, two other pages. Um, uh, one of them was a wisdom page. And the other one was a singles page. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. I'm not hey, just like singles. Exclusive. Page. This is exclusive. But that was my page, and it was big. I had like thousands. But um, yeah, bro. Like I, I, I was anonymous in those two pages because, bro, you should see the DMs that I would get. People hating, bro. People trying to put me down, and and like I would like think, you know, like wait. Is this how it's supposed to be? Is, is is that really how we're supposed to, you know, push each other to move forward and, and to keep going and and you know just to you know, I guess you could call it level up spiritually and and you know uh, socially and and all these different areas that you know like like a small compliment or or a uh, appreciation from someone you know helps us get to. Um, with this page, we've got you know many people tell us you know like thank you and you you, you spoke you know, word that I needed to hear. And, and, you know, we do it not for ourselves. We do it, you know, for people who, who are out there, you know, may, maybe one of our podcasts is only going to benefit one person, but if it benefits that one person, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Because I know that if, if mm-hmm. I spoke to That's just right. one guy that was going through, you know, uh, depression or suicidal thoughts and whatever we said on this podcast helped him, you know, in Jesus name helped him. That's all I'm here for. And, and, you know, a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people think you're doing it for yourself and you're doing yeah. it for the cloud and the fame and the followers. But that's not the case, bro. Like, legit, sometimes you just feel like you got something to give and you try to give it. And, you know, the responses most most of the times is good, but a lot of the times it's not. And that makes us feel underappreciated and, and feel like some people think that our time is not worth it. When 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 in reality, you know. We're taking time out of our days. We're taking, you know, uh, time to get together and and put something together for people so that they could, you know, have something to listen to. And and the and it doesn't give us joy putting it out there. It gives us joy seeing the response we get from people. And I think that's great. And another thing you said, bro. Um, you said uh, you, you had the one Bible study teacher. I don't know if it was the same guy, bro, but. In one of my Bible study classes, he said he said that he was like, "Go out and preach the word, and if need to speak." Wow, bro! The way that yeah, impacted yeah. your life, that impacted my life because that not only shows <laughs> that God is is word, that also shows that God is love, God is compassion, God is you know patient, kind. The Bible tells us that God is love, mm-hmm. and it dis- and it also describes love to us. You know, love is patient, love is kind. Therefore. It tell that you know gives to show that God is all those things, and you know Jesus mm-hmm. is God. And Paul said, "Be imitators of me as I was of Jesus." So it's my responsibility that instead of you know hating and and you know trying to make people feel bad for putting um, themselves out there, it's my job to encourage them and and you know motivate them to keep going. And you know I I take pride in that. I I personally do. I know Josue and Danny do too because you know. You've heard our podcast, you know, they, they both are very clever guys and, and, you know, you know, God said, pour on to others, you know, like, don't only let your cup be filled, but when it's filling, when it's being filled, 
pour that onto others, you know? And and that that's a great way mm-hmm. to, that's you know, right. preach the, the word to all the nations, you know, just pouring out what you know and what God has taught you to know. So I I, I think that's pretty cool, man. Um so I had um I had another question. So how important do you think it is for people with a with a social influence within the assembly to um to spread the word of God, not only their talents, but the word of God. Do you think that that's a big key in, in having an influence? Yeah, of course, of course. You know, um, there should be a balance. You know what I mean? Obviously, we're all good at something. Um, for example, we see Alec Fias, right? He's from UBC, but, you know, he's a prey, you know, he's a funny guy. He's cool. Um, but he, and, and he shows his, you know, his, 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 uh, you know, his scriptures. He kind of preaches on there sometimes. Um, puts his videos of him singing, but he also, right, he also puts, um, you know, little videos of him and his family, right? It's kind of funny, right? But so he kind of uses that same thing with like maybe, maybe Pr- Priscilla Bueno, right? Another one, you know, really, really good singer, but she's also out there preaching, you know, even Rudy, right? Where you guys have Rudy, he's doing his own thing, right? I know he's, he's, he's uh, working with that one company, I think like the weight loss thing, right? And uh, he's doing all that stuff, right? But at the same time, you know, he's also preaching the gospel, right? With his song, with also just, just you know thoughts that he has you know i see jp um i don't know him personally he looks like a cool guy but jp the uh he goes to a, a yeah. pastoral Elohim church, right and uh yeah so you know another one right we see we see that he goes out there and he puts his videos dude his raps yeah. are sick dude raps are fire <laughs> yeah, heard straight fire bro They're super good i hear him like oh, i'm like you're trying, trying to hop in that rubik's <laughs> <laughs> no for sure dude it, that guy's good man that guy's good but you know i mean i i i mean i see these people right I see what they post you know he puts his martial arts stuff too that's kind of cool yeah. bro. that's sick you know we all have our different things so i think it's important as as influencers as as people i wouldn't consider myself one but these people it's it's i think it would be important because you I mean you have the platform you know if people can go out there bro you know talking about you know uh, um you know uh whatever uh it can be abortion right it can be about black lives matter it can be about all this stuff you know what i mean and it's something that pastor my pastor preached to us and it said and he said that he said you know go out there you know if you want if you got if you want to do what you, you know do what you want to do do what you got to do if you support blm if you support you know um transgender rights gay rights whatever um game um straight marriage whatever you know both sides of the aisle you know what i mean go ahead do it but just remember that there's something more eternal right just remember there's something more eternal right and that's reaching the law. So if you're going to use that same passion and the same drive, you know, to do, to, you know, use that, you know, you know, to, to bring awareness to all that stuff. I mean, I saw, you know, that week of Black Lives Matter, all this stuff came out and I was like, oh, snaps, you know, what if the church rose up and, you know, we would post about Jesus Christ, you know, what if we, what if it rose up and we would just make it look so attractive, so nice, you know what I mean? So I think it's really, really important, even if you're not an influencer, you know what I mean? You never know, man, you know, you might have a thousand followers. 2,000 followers, 100 followers, maybe one of them might hear something and you're like, oh, snaps, like praise Sorry. God. You know what I mean? Praise God that I heard of that because it brought me back to my days when I was in the church. It brought me back to my my days when I hear the CT choir or something. You know what I mean? When I started, uh, when the quarantine started, right? Really, really scary time. We're all kind of confused. We don't know what's going on. You know, my dad would give us Bible studies at home on Wednesday nights. And um, my dad's a minister, so he's a really smart guy, intelligent. Um, and... Uh, he would give us a Bible studies and my mom would go on her, on her phone, right? Her Facebook, her Facebook live, right? Every Mexican mom <laughs> in the assembly, right? You know, they start, they start off right there with the <laughs> selfie, right? You see, you see like this, you know, in the beginning and then after they put the camera, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so she's, uh, you know, she recorded, like, shh, shh, like, like I'm recording, recording. I remember thinking, I'm like, snaps, like, it's kind of annoying, bro. Like, come on, just put it away. Let's have our intimate worship. 
let's have our intimate word from my, you know, the word of God from my father. And, um, you know, looking back, man, that's how I felt. But, but after that, we see that many people were on there for a long time, you know, family members, uncles that have, they've known of God, they've known about the church, but they've left. You know what I mean? People that were there that were commenting, wow, like I needed to hear this. Well, I needed, I needed to hear this word, word from, from, you know, my, you know, family, whatever. So it's like, you know, my mom's, my mom's just, I'm not, I want to say she's nobody, but she's a boomer, right? She's a boomer. She's older. She has her boomer friends and she has her boomer posts and her boomer tags and all that stuff. So it's like, even God can use her regardless of her being an influencer yeah. or not, you know what I mean? An influencer or not. So it's just posting, man. It's just posting something. Obviously don't be annoying. Right. You know, we see, you know, for example, me, I'm, I have my own business. Um, right. I'm the Botem and Elias brand. Right. Um, you know, my, I sell ties and bow ties. And a marketing strategy that we learn is like, you know, you can't, you know, post, you know, post, but you gotta, you gotta like, you can't be posting the same stuff over and over again, where it's kind of like someone sees it and like, ah. like, oh, again, I'm going to see another bow tie again. You know what I mean? You know, something where it becomes more attractive. And you know what? I've seen that within the church milk page. You know what I mean? Like people might be like, oh, church milk, this church milk, that dude, they're hilarious. I love those guys. But church milk, you see, I see those marketing strategies that they use. Like, they, of course, obviously, like the memes are really attractive. But little things that they do, like, um, I think they 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 did the um, they just posted this the other day. It's like a fire, like an explode exploding in the girl's face or whatever. Oh yeah, she's gonna, like she's gonna, like put the yeah turn the yeah, bonfire. Yeah. So it's so it's like they put songs to it, and then like when the beat drops, that's when the fire explodes. So it's like that's super cool. That's super attractive. You know, what if somebody that doesn't know about the word of God saw that? Going to the church milk page, and I don't know for God knows what reason they get touched by the Holy Ghost watching one of their memes or something. You know what I mean? Um, they're kind of like, "Oh, what's this? You know, what's the assembly about? Or what's this church about? What's this? You know what I mean?" So, um, going back to your question, which I totally forgot, it happens all the time, right? That kind of is going on a tangent. Um, but yes, everybody, I think everybody, you know, being an influ influencer or not, let's be smart in posting, right? And uh, let's be attractive, man. Let's be attractive as as young people. You know, let's be you know, you don't got to, you know, you know, uh, sugarcoat the word of God. You don't have to like, you know, put some false, false, uh, doctrine up there or anything like that, but let's be, let's be, let's be attractive. Let's be trendy. Let's, let's be, you know, let's just be relevant, man. Let's be relevant. So I think that's, that's I think I also to, to add to that is, uh, when we're talking about social media, we have to, or anything in general, we have to understand where we are, like what's our surroundings. And once we, understand that then it's to take advantage of it if, if we're being honest you know you know people who are 12 15 16 20 you name it young people you know they're going to be more inclined to to go to social media or to instagram to youtube to twitter to whatever you want to call it they're more inclined to go there so you know people who are influencers who who do stuff on social media, if you understand that, you know, you're going to take advantage of it. You're going to be dynamic. You're going to not for yourself. Like Jerry was saying, like, this isn't for ourselves, you know? So it's the whole point of this is so Jesus could be known. And I think that's something we also have to understand. And like I said before, like you go on YouTube and you see all these influencers. And I would always think to myself, like, why can't we have an, an apostolic Christian be an influencer? Like, why can't we have, you know, and I know it's not common when you think about that because, you know, our, our ideologies, our ideas, our thoughts aren't thoughts of the world. You know, to the world, they'd be like, no, you're outdated. You know, that's old school. You know, we don't think that way anymore. 
But, you know, through those videos, through those, you know, posts, through those stories, whatever it may be, someone could be touched. And I know someone could be interested in, like you were saying, find out, hey, where's this church? You know, who is that person? Why do they sing that? Why do they pray? You know, and stuff like that. So I think overall, you know, social media has been beneficial, beneficial to the church. And I and I I uh, know people who were who were touched by God through social media and who, you know, were called by it through social media. So I think it's, of course, it's very beneficial. No, you're totally right, man. You're totally right. Uh, it's funny because the other night, um, you know, during the quarantine, I watched Netflix Party with my girlfriend. And uh, we watched Hamilton. I think it was last, last night. It's a good, it's a good show, dude. It's a good it's, movie. It's on sorry. Netflix? Not show. No. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, it's oh, on Disney okay. Party. Oh, Disney okay. Plus, I'm sorry. Dude, it's yeah. super good. It's ridiculously good, right? Um, you know, learned about, you know, George Washington and, and you know, Paul Hamilton. So after, you know, just what you were saying, you know, you said, you said, you know, the, the mentality, right? It's, it's kind of like, oh, like know where like how how here did he glorify god or like how you know what i mean um and this is just a side no it's i remember we were talking about it i was like yeah that, that's a cool show and all but like how did that glorify god you know me <laughs> joking right like that yeah that's funny bro george, george hamilton and george washington are cool but like how did they glorify how did that glorify god how did that you know win a soul so it doesn't have to be that to that extent you know what i mean it doesn't have to be that extent but it's it's a i don't know it's just a thought that i had right now for some reason <laughs> sure, random. Oh, um but you're right dude you're right uh when it comes to so when it comes to building a platform, you know, and maybe I would say this so to the audience who are hearing us that maybe are, you know, oh, I want to start a podcast. I want to start, you know, a YouTube channel. I want to start, you know, whatever it may be. And you already have, in a way, something already built. You know, what would you advise them, like how to get started and then how to maintain that? Because I know there, there's times where like, you're feeling the adrenaline, if you could say, of doing stuff. But I'm pretty sure you felt it. We felt it before, too, where, like, there's, like, weeks where, like, we're busy. We have to do stuff. But, you know, some way, somehow, we still managed to put something out there for, for the audience. So what is some advice you'd give them? You know what, man? It's just do it, man. Just do it, you know? Because you just got to – I think the, the hardest thing, you know, is mm -hmm. starting, man. You know, um, when, I, when I started the link up, that's literally what it was. It was like, it was one, it was like an hour out of the week on Instagram live. You know what I mean? And it's not that bad, but I'd kind of be like, uh, like, I don't know. Like, but I started it. You know what I mean? I, I had that, I had that, I had that planned out for like a long time, but I hadn't did, I had done it until the quarantine. Right. Where God, I feel like God kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone and spoke to me about what this was going to be about. So I think it's just starting, man. Just do it, man. What Nike says, man, that shall above me, just do it, do it man. just do it. <laughs> You know, that's the hardest, that's the hardest yeah. part. You know, you just got to do it. And then, you know, obviously after that, how you said, you're going to get lazy, man. You're going to want to be complacent. You're going to want to be like, uh, we'll do next week or I'll do it next, next week. Or I'll do that. No, dude, consistency yeah. is key, bro. That's a big thing. Consistency is key. Not just, not only is it key, but it's also attractive to people. You know, I got a lot of good uh, feedback when I was doing link up. I did a 10 X series, right? 10 X, right? To so the 10th power, um, you know, uh, interview every single day. You know what I mean? And that's what people like. I, I had like over like 30 people every night. You know what I mean? The first night, well, Tony Suarez had like 85 to 95 people, right? Then after that, I had a, a you know, pastor, this one pastor um, who spoke about Bible college as well. I had him and there's like 40 to 50 people, you know, Montserrat, right? The young lady from Arizona that started the Christian club. It was like 60 to like, you know, um, 55. My friend Juana Salas, she's from Chicago. She's in politics, right? You know, 45 to 50, like 
it's consistency and people do like consistency. Obviously, how I said, you know, going back, you got to be smart. You, you, I feel like you just got to start it. And as you go, mm-hmm. you kind of figure it out. You kind of see what works, what doesn't work. You know what I mean? And in the end of the day, you know, you, you, you want to look attractive. You want to look good. And how, you know, that goes back to, oh, what are people going to say? You know what I mean? What are people going to say? And I'll tell you, I'll tell whoever is out there right now listening to this and you want to start something, you know, the people that hate you right now are going to keep on hating you. And they're going to want to hate, you're going to hate even more. And the people that love you right now, you know, once you start doing what it is you want to do, whether it's podcast, whether it's a Bible study, whatever, they're going to love you even more. You know what I mean? So it's just doing it, man. It's just doing it and just having consistency. And obviously, honestly, just having the passion as well. You know, this guy, right, that. Yeah, Omar Alatar, the guy I told you about, they kind of like uh, inspired me to start this. I took a, I took a master class with them, so I know him now. He's a pretty cool guy, and we we, we every 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 uh, Tuesday and every Thursday I'd speak to him on a Zoom call, and he talked to us about how to build a podcast, how to do all this stuff. You guys want to hit me up? I have the notes and everything. It's pretty cool, but you know um, that's one thing that he said. You just got to do it, man, and it, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what people think. You know, as long as you have the passion for it, and as long as you know you have the people in mind. So I said, you know, a lot of the, a lot of people obviously do things for their own, you know, for their own well-being and stuff, for their own benefit, you know, which is okay. You know, if you want to get monetized, that's cool. But at the same time, it's like the bigger, the bigger thing is just, you know, serving, man. It's, it's your, it's a service to somebody. It's a service to, to the people out there, right. Doing a podcast, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to stop, you know, how are you going to stop evangelizing in your own form in a podcast or an YouTube channel, or whatever, how are you going to stop doing that just because somebody that's already saved, right? Quote unquote, saved doesn't want you to do it. You know what I mean? Or just because someone's, you know what I mean? Just so, just because someone's hating, you know what I mean? Don't let that stop you. So going back, like it's just starting, man. It's starting, you know, it's, it's honestly just uh, being consistent. It's having the passion and just not caring, man. You know, just not caring. Obviously, you know, take, take the advice from the people that you respect and trust, you know, your mentors. And if you, for some reason you're it's not good or something you know like maybe think about it yes but it's like if you know that you're doing it you know with the, with the humbled heart and just to pour out of people or help people out um just do it man just do it yeah bro um yeah uh if i'm gonna add on to that um uh yeah like you said um consistency that's i feel like that is the most important part about building up your mm-hmm. social media uh, consistency because yeah like you said bro you said it like you couldn't have said it better people like that people like consistency uh something that i've noticed also that that helps it's um you got you gotta interact or you gotta get involved with your with your audience mm-hmm. you know because if not you're you're gonna be having a solo uh show you know <laughs> you're pretty much gonna be solo exactly. the whole time like oh me this me that me that no 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 you gotta get involved with the people who follow you and mm-hmm. it's not it's 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 not as simple as building um an audience it's keeping your audience you know mm-hmm. that's right you that's know right. it's it's uh it's it's it, dude i can get i can get a, a hundred followers right now but in a week am i still gonna have mm-hmm. those hundred followers am i gonna push mm-hmm. out content mm-hmm. worth you know staying around for you know so so uh, you know mm-hmm. being involved another thing that i've that I've, uh, you know, trial trial and error <laughs> with me. It has yeah. been to yeah. post factual content. That's super important, mm-hmm. bro. You can't you can't mm-hmm. post an opinion and call it a fact because somebody out there is gonna call That's you right. out and you're gonna lose credibility. So so that's you right. gotta double check, triple check your facts. Yeah, that, that's super important. Um, and you know, lastly, you gotta you gotta be able to take criticism. Mm-hmm. You can't. 
you mm-hmm. can't be you can't be soft man <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna put yourself yeah. out in the public you gotta be able to take in what the public has to say because you know like if somebody mm-hmm. doesn't agree with what you're saying and and you know you don't know how to take criticism and you're like oh man all right i guess i'm gonna stop you know and that's not that's not how it mm-hmm. works or if you go off on them that's just gonna look bad, bad on you yeah. you know so you know just oh, patience sure. um sure. uh, consistency involvement um you know triple double quadruple check your facts before you you, you publish whatever mm-hmm. um and and yeah bro you got you got to be able to learn how to take criticism uh both constructive criticism and the other mm-hmm. type of criticism because hate yeah hate mail. It's, <laughs> hate mail yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's it's tough and um yeah bro mm-hmm. like it, it's not too hard it's not too hard but you said it bro the the most important thing is consistency uh, that that's what I've noticed because if you're consistent with the people, they're going to be consistent with you, and and you're gonna you're that's gonna right. build a steady um, uh, audience. You know, it's not going to fluctuate, and if it does, it's going to go up instead of going down. You know, so so that's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, take criticism, uh, check your facts, and be consistent. No, you're right, man. You know, one thing that I learned during this quarantine is I've been studying about marketing and stuff on Instagram. When you want to build up a page or you want to, you know, have people i said you know it's not about you know building an audience but keeping it it's true you know you've got you got to retain you've got to retain it man with all the uh i guess you can say instagram algorithm and all that stuff the um i can't remember the name of it right now but you know you can have a thousand followers bro you know what i mean but you might have like 10 percent of those people yeah. listening to you. you might have 500 followers and all 500 followers you know be you know being there listening to you and that's a huge thing in social media marketing, right? You can't, you can't, you know, you can have, you know, I don't know if you've seen those like pages that have like 24, 25,000 followers that they paid for, right? And you look at their stuff, they're like 20 likes, yeah. 25 likes, a uh, hundred likes, right? Some Something like small like that with that big old following base. So I said, you know, it's, it's not about, re- it's not about, it's not about, um, you know, having a huge thing, but like a huge, I guess you can say a huge base, but it's key, it's keeping them. Same thing with, okay, me, me with my business. It's not about just selling both ties. It's about creating customers. It's not about selling ties. It's about creating customers. It's the same. It's the same business model. Within, how I said whether whether it's being a podcast, whether it's being you know YouTube channel, but how you, again you know going back consistency, consistency. That's I think that's true. That's the biggest thing is you can't be lazy, yeah. bro. We cannot be lazy. Yeah, and um, my uh, he, he's not my padrino, but uh, because I was in baptized when I was little in the Catholic Church, but he's he's kind nice. of like that. You know, he was my dad's compadre. They used to work together and all that stuff. And uh, he, this is the work ethic my dad has, you know, like if you get a new client or a new customer and and, and you give them a hundred percent, they're going to call you back. So what, what did you do? Mm-hmm. You gained a customer. You didn't gain a job. You gained a customer. Mm-hmm. But this was kind That's of right. funny. Cause like, he's a very smart man, but I didn't like what he said when he said this, he was like, he was like, it's okay. I'll just skip town. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it halfway and I'll skip town. And I'm like, bro, no, that's not, I'm sorry. I, I look up to you, <laughs> but I got to disagree with that. <laughs> that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. No, that's right. <laughs> you know, you got, you gotta, you gotta be consistent, bro. You gotta give out, you know, yeah. It, yeah. I know not everybody has the same capacities, but if you give, your best capacity that's gonna be enough mm-hmm. um you know that's don't right. don't give it you know i'm not gonna be able to do what josue does or, or or what uh elias does but i know that i have something that if i mm-hmm. give 100 percent uh, of what i have it's it's gonna make an impact it's gonna make a difference so you know just trying your best not not comparing yourself to other people because that's only gonna put you down 
Right. You put yourself in the That's same right. scale or, or you know, uh, shelf as other people, you're always going to be comparing yourself and you're going to be telling yourself, oh, man, I need that. Or, or why does he have that? And I don't have that. Or or, you know, the reason mm -hmm. why, right. why, you know, I'm, I'm not being successful is because I'm not like that person. And that's only going to put you down. That's only going to make you, you know, want to give up even quicker. But if you develop your own skill and put it out there and present your own skill, you're going to be successful. Not because you're talented, but because you, you put heart into it. And that's more you're important. Right. You're right. And, you know, and, and you could see this. I don't want to, I don't want to get this by a rapper or whatever, but you could see a bunch of <laughs> rappers who have nothing to say make millions of dollars. <laughs> Why? Because they put their heart, their, their heart into it. It's not, it's not the fact that they're mm -hmm. talented. It's the fact that they never gave up. And, and it's the That's same right. thing with social media. Like, you don't, don't compare yourself to other pages with like 20K if you only have 1K. It's like, bro, yeah. give it, give it your best and people are going to appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, That's right. Okay. So be it. Those that did and those that mm -hmm. got benefited, bro, if, like if you're speaking to 10 people and one of those gets saved, that's all that matters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, you're totally right, man. You're totally right. You know, one thing that you said that I liked is honestly, you know, availability, man. Availability is greater than anyone that's super duper talented, but has a terrible attitude. Yeah. You know, in my church, we've had many, many examples where, you know, people come and they do what they do. They're good. They're good. They're anointed. They're not, they're not anointed. They're just talented. But their attitude and their availability is mm -hmm. just like, come on, supermodel. Come on, yeah, diva. Right. Like, who do you think you are? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's one thing that my pastor has always done. You know, always, you know, availability. Availability creates capability. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, availability creates capability because availability also, you know, it's, it, it's another word for consistency. You know what I mean? So the more you're available, the more, you know, you know, you're like, God, you know, I'm here. You know, use me. You know, he's going to he's going to equip you. He's going to make yeah. you capable of doing those things. When I started singing praise team, I suck, bro. You know what I mean? Like I was going through this this uh, stage in my life where my voice is cracking. Like I was with 16 years old. It was going from like, ah, right? like super duper like, hey, whatever. And now it's like, ah, like I can't even reach anything, bro. I try to go over here and, and I hear I hit this point, bro, where it's like all the songs are at this point. My voice cracks. But what happened? I was available. You know, I wasn't capable, but I was available and I was consistent. And I said, I took criticism. Right. I took a lot of criticism. You know, I, 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 you know, brought some investment. I took some vocal lessons, right. For a good seven months, right. hundred dollar low vocal lessons. And what happened? I improved. Why? Because my availability created the capability, right. My availability, my consistency cre created me to be capable of doing what I can do now. You know what I mean? I still have a long way to go, but that's another right. example. You know what I mean? That's a great example. Yeah. yeah I have something to add on yep. to is uh, for other people listening, if you feel like, you know, God is calling you to something like this, whether it be social media, whether it be music, whether it be creating videos, you name it. You know, I feel like sometimes we get caught up with, you know, God's calling you to preach, you know, and I'm not saying that's bad. Obviously, that's 100% good to, to go out and, and preach. But there's other ways I believe God right now is ca calling certain people, you know, and something I also have learned when God calls you to something, he's going to give you the sufficient confidence you need in order to get it started. You know, I, and with myself as an experience, right. I have other friends. There's a worship leader at my church who, who he, he tells me, or he tells us, you know, I'm a shy guy. Like he doesn't, he doesn't like to socialize as much, but he tells me, you know, when I get up there, when I serve, when I start singing, you know, when I start leading worships, it's just God is depositing the sufficient confidence that I need 
in order to be able to do it and able to be enabled to continue serving. And I think that's key. You know, if God's truly calling you to do something, always be reminded that he's going to give you the sufficient confidence to be able to overcome the haters, to overcome all the setbacks. He's going to give you what you need in order to get it started. That's right, dude. That's powerful right there. And like you, like, like we said in the beginning, you're not doing it for yourself. Yeah. You're doing it for something. So I think this is a good way, good way to end it off. Uh, first of all, we want to thank Elias, man. Thank you for joining us. You definitely spoke. And I hope to the audience, he's able to, he's, he was able to speak to you. If any of you guys are motivated, uh, just know that once you get started, it's, it's going to be much, much more easier. It, you just have to be consistent, like we were saying, and, and make yourself available. You know, and I think this is a good way to end it off. And I don't know if you have any closing remarks, Elias, that you want to say. Before we end, um, I just want to, I just want to say something. Um, you know, like I said, said, shout out to Elias. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to all the San Diego homies. Shout out to everybody listening. And uh, and uh, I've um, go go check out his podcast. Um, he he has a he has a podcast slash uh, yeah. Right, right now channel, it's just right? uh, interview, but for sure it's going to come out as podcast really really soon. Called the, the link up, the link up. For sure it's going to mm-hmm. come out of podcast. Yeah, definitely. Uh, stay tuned with that. And and so towards the end, you know, like you, this is your time. This is you. Uh, this isn't the podcast anymore. Shout out with your social medias, your your uh, your ministries, uh, you know your church. This is your Thank time you, to man. shine. Thank go you. For it. Um, go buy a bow tie. Go buy a tie. I bet you that. Hey, if you're into ties, you know, go yeah. buy his ties. Hey, go go bow tie. Bro, go shout out your. You your, guys your, are hey, into bro. bow ties and ties, guys. Go support your your local apostolic <laughs> brethren. Come on now, somebody. Dun, 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 dun. I'm just right. kidding. No. Yeah, support local, support local businesses, guys. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, guys. If you guys want, if you guys tie bow tie fanatic, go, you know, go go to my Instagram, the uh, you know underscore bow underscore tie underscore man, or you can go to the bow tie man Elias 2020, right, on Instagram, um, YouTube channel, right, the bow tie man Elias. I think I don't know. You you guys can go find it on my Instagram. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna come out with some uh, podcast soon, um, with my link up and my interviews, right, where you know link up where we level up, right, um, but you know. Uh, last last remark, you know, one thing that 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 I think is, you know, the greatest thing that we were speaking about again is is, you know, availability. And I know that sometimes, you know, whoever's listening out there, we might be out there, you know, we might we might want to do something. And we're like, you know, I'm not I'm not capable. I'm not I can't do this. I don't have the charisma. I can't even speak. Bro, my lexicon is the worst thing in the world. I, I use like the same five words over and over again. You know what I mean? Um, You know, <laughs> just remember this verse. And this verse is something that I it's the first verse that I memorized. It's the one that I live by every single day, you know, and it's something that I just love so much. And it's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, right? It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart, right? And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. So that means that when if you start your podcast, if you start your YouTube channel, if you start your Bible study, you know, if you start whatever it is that you have in mind, that you a meme page, you know, trust in the Lord. You know, if God has put that in there, trust that he put that in you and that he's going to keep you there. He's going to sustain you and he's going to move forward, right? Because it says at the end of the verse, he's going to direct your path. Trust in the Lord and lean on our understanding. That means that there's going to be doubts. There's going to be a lot of, oh, people are going to hate me. People aren't going to like me. What if people don't take me serious? You know what I mean? You know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on your own understanding because God knows better. God gave you that word. God gave you that vision. You know what I mean? And just remember again, he shall direct your paths. You know, ho- hopefully you can have a <laughs> totally. you have your podcast. Pro- you got, yeah, it's better. It's better. 
Uh, and yeah. like, you should interview Danny, bro. Oh, that guy's super smart. Like, bro, I'm going to get all three of you guys. So, uh, this is a good way to end it <laughs> off. If you made it this far, we want to thank you guys. And thank you guys for the love, for the support that you guys showed us, for the comments. And we'll see you guys next week.